Hey, episode 26 of Mealy Stocks today as we talk about the hots and the knots of the Dallas card show that was held this past weekend. Let's get it. Let's have some fun and I'll see you in a bit. Everybody, hello! Welcome to episode 26 of Mealy Stocks, part of the Slap Stocks Network. You guys know your boy Jamil is here. We are back from Dallas, Texas, or Allen, Texas. Let me get it right. The card show was this past weekend. You've seen the vlogs. You've seen the deals. Um, so let's talk about some hots and knots of it. We had a lot of fun with this in episode. I think it was 23 or 24. Uh, we did a hot knot, so we'll do one as well about the card show. Before we get into that, you know, I'd like to do a couple quick plugs. So our first one, please go subscribe to our new channel, The Card Shop Show, including the first episode is down there. And if you go here, the spur or the uh, Dallas Card Show episode number two is up. We have episode three coming out this week. Um, it's all about the Dallas Card Show and some of the deals and things that we did. And then just lastly, Mealy Pops Madness session 36 on Instagram is this Saturday, March 20th at 9 p.m. If you don't know about Mealy Pops Madness, where you been? It's crazy. We sell a lot of cards. We can't wait to sell you some. Single cards, deals, lots. You got it all going on. Check it out on YouTube, The Card Shop Show, and Mealy Pops Madness on Instagram. All right, well, let's get into it this week. Episode 26, we have uh, eclipsed the quarter mark, so we're going to keep rolling with it. Um, Aaron and I were talking. We came with a short list of some hots and knots of the Dallas Card Show, so here's my take on it. Love to see what you guys think in the comments and just chat it up. So number one, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, the Brooklyn Nets basketball player. <laughs> Kevin Durant is definitely a hot. He was up through the roof. His stuff was crazy. Um, I had a goal as I went there to simply try and get some refractors of him. I had some base and gems of just the base card, but let me try and hunt out some refractors. And boy, they were tough. Did pick up a couple um, uh, True Gem Refractors, 9.5. Uh, Beckett, uh, PSA 10s, you could not find them. They were very hard. There were some 9 oranges, things of that nature, but they were being bought up left and right. Let me tell you about it. So Kevin Durant, very hot. I know he's been injured and he hasn't been producing much, but there is a lot of hype. You guys might have even seen it on the Gary Vee tweet or on some of the other vlogs that you've seen people buying Durant. <coughs> very few Durants came to my table very few Durants that we have at the card shop or at the uh, at the booth, Amelia uh, Pops booth, to um, even buy. So that just kind of shows you that we had a buying sign up the whole weekend. And it was nuts. We had people coming left and right, uh, cross stealing. It made my brain go nuts. It fried me. Uh, there was so much happening on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I I lost my voice. If you see some of our card shop show vlogs, uh, you'll see what I'm talking about. But um, Kevin Durant definitely a hot. All right, soccer cards, football, Yoga Bonito, soccer cards. They are definitely, in what I saw in that weekend, maybe Dallas is a soccer rich, there's a lot of people that enjoy it there. I know they have a lot of things going on, but definitely a hot thumbs up on that one for the abundance, or not the abundance, but the lack of high-end soccer cards that were being bought up and people looking for them. I had a lot of people that I met who were dealing in soccer cards, uh, bought a, a soccer card table out, uh, just really, really a lot going on. 
Um, Holland extremely hot. Mbappe um, uh, stuff very hot as well. Uh, you see some of the Messi's and Neymar's. 14 Prism, 18 Select, 18 Prism, 16 Select. Uh, those things are just uh, <coughs> moving quick. So soccer was a hot, hot, hot element at the Dallas Card Show if you were there. And anybody of you guys pick up anything cool with soccer, let me know. Love to hear it in the comment section. All right, topic three. That was hot or not. Bulk slabs. Bulk slabs. And I'm going to go ahead from the low end side of this on this topic. Bulk slabs. I would say that bulk slabs are a not. They were not hot. They were very cold at the show. Uh, if you had bulk slabs, and I think what's happening is people are coming more regularly to dump bulk slabs at these shows, and they're not realizing that these $40 Jaron Jackson PSA 9s and these Pete Alonzo PSA 8 numbered Bowmans, or whatever they are, are just not sought after. And I think we're starting to see the abundance of slabs uh, in the marketplace. The next year, I my theory is going to be the next year with the backup at PSA, is we're going to see a ton more of these, and the value of that kind of stuff will drop. So it was a not for me, not on the bulk slabs. Some of you might be watching and thinking, oh, that's what I got. I'm not cracking on your stuff. I'm not saying it's bad at all. Just please understand what I'm uh, driving at. The fact that there are cards that are not as desirable, Michael Porter Jr. prisms and you know, emergence. I mean, just the things that I saw so much of, right? From every sport, there's just not a huge, huge want for that. So when you're trying to sell that stuff, please recognize how tough it can be. And I'm going to throw this out there. For those of you who are grading kind of that stuff now with the the increase in prices, I don't think it'll be less of that. I think people are still going to be grading stuff. What is going to happen to that stuff when you get it back in three months on a you know, a normal uh, one, 100 bucks a grade, or, you know, if you do, a, they bring economy back, or 20 day, or whatever they call it, you know, in six months. So something to think about with the, the, the influx of slabs, I definitely say that bulk low-end slabs are not, not, I know there's a time when people have really been looking for that. Uh, you might find them to repackers and that, but they were just everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. All right, next on the list, fourth on the list, baseball prospects. I will say this about baseball prospects. Very liquid, very hot, saw a lot of it move, bought a lot of it, sold a lot of it. Baseball pro prospects, very hot. Now, this, I believe, is a, a, a very time-sensitive topic because I think baseball prospects will not be super hot once the baseball season starts, um, But uh, and then also with the minor league issues going on. But I did see really a lot of people buying. Not I'm not talking about the Wanders and the, and, and, and the guys coming up, the Julios and uh, Luciano's and stuff like that. I'm talking about the guys that are going to come up for a couple years, right? Jasons and Wits and Rushman, Rauschmans and um, just all the guys, Torkelsons, those kind of cards, people um, buying pretty quickly. So interesting to watch, interesting to see. Uh, baseball prospecting, I thought would have taken a hit a little bit more this year. And I definitely think it was it was hot. I saw a lot of people buying it. Now, there were people who had a ton of it who were, were asking too much. They're going to be not anyways, no matter what. But um, when you ask too much, you just can't sell the stuff. But all right, fifth on the list, Kobe and LeBron. Kobe and LeBron. We all know Kobe and LeBron are always hot, but I will say there was a not on the LeBron and Kobe stuff that was not high end or rare. The Prism Silvers, um, the Kobe Bryant uh, Collector's Choice uh, rookie card, things of these nature that 
are, are are not seen as kind of the rare elements. I'm just throwing things out there. By the way, I don't I don't um, I don't script those. I just come up with things on top of my head. Just going back and what I saw. Um, you're you're not really seeing a, a heat factor, a heat a heat element to those cards. Where I think we did see with Kobe and and LeBron for some time. I definitely think the new stuff like the mosaic, the um, pr uh, premium hoops, um, you know, all these online things that you can buy. I do think that there is a not factor to some of that because there is so much. You know, I had some really cool uh, uh, Kobe Mamba cards and, and Kobe Mamba commemorative cards. Didn't get offers on those at all over the weekend. Had them priced right below eBay. So I, I do think that there's an abundance of these companies knowing that they're going to make a lot of that stuff. Um, they put a lot of it out. Specifically, Panini has put a lot of Kobe stuff out. Uh, you're seeing more of it. Um, you're seeing some of the old stuff surface. But that non-high-end Kobe and LeBron is a not. The Kobe and LeBron high-end stuff, definitely, definitely hot, which leads me into um, our uh, sixth uh, element, which is the Sasha Jacob deal. <laughs> I met both those guys, uh, which is cool, which involved Kobe's and LeBron's. I'm sure you guys will see about that in some of the vlogs and that thing. Uh, uh, almost close to a half a million dollar trade happening, and there was a lot of commotion. So hot, hot, hot on the Sasha Jacob deal. It was really cool to watch um, and just kind of see uh, those guys uh, trading, and then also kind of seeing all the people that came around it. I don't know if I would do deals like that, um, but I think it was really unique to capture that, and what's done is done, and they made a big, big deal for a, uh, I think, the most iconic card of our generation. I've said that many times. I said it to Jacob and to Sasha, the first edition PSA 10 Charizard. Um, you never heard the term Holy Grail before that with a card. Um, I, I, in gaming, I, and I think it transcends a lot of things. So um, the Sasha deal with Jacob was definitely hot. It was fun. I think it commenced on, I can't remember the days now. I'm just so tired. Saturday, I think it was. Um, um, and it was just really cool to kind of see the excitement for that. And I can, I'm sure the content that will come out uh, uh, from that um, uh, and, the, and the breakers that were with them and the other people. Shout out to all those folks uh, that were there. Uh, really cool to see that and how it went down. Uh, got to go a little bit behind the scenes. And I didn't actually know the one guy until after the deal was done. I didn't know Jacob, but uh, I was just kind of talking to Sasha and just said, man, you know, I think you just get it done. Get this deal done. I'm excited to see that that happen for them. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go check it out. I'm sure you can find it. All right. Um, hot or not, number – I didn't number these. I just made a list. This is number seven, I think. Got a little bit of time for the, for the rest of this. The side room. The side room. Now, I'm not talking about the front room, which there's the main room, and there's these two little front rooms in the front area where they people can set up. I'm talking about the side room, which was where the autograph guests were, and there was about another 80 – to maybe a hundred tables in the side room. The side room, I think, was definitely hot, but it started out not because not many people knew what was going on. Uh, maybe that was when it was the most hot, but I don't think people really understood what the heck was going on. There wasn't maybe the best communication, but there was a side room at the Dallas Card Show that had a lot of other dealers there, and the autograph guest, Darth Maul was there for Ray Park and all that other stuff, but there were tables in there, and I met a lot of cool people. reason why I liked the side room is it was quieter, um, it was definitely unique. You could kind of have a conversation with people on Sunday, I think it was, or Saturday. Picked up a Tiger Woods SP uh, Auto PSA 9 that is a red jersey, uh, 2002. I picked up a, a fair price from a dude. Uh, I picked up a, um, a another lot of sketches. Uh, if you see the car shop show, you see the first sketch lot I picked up, but I did again on uh, Sunday. If it was Sunday or Saturday, I can't remember. But uh, that side room, I think, uh, was not bad. I, I'm going to give it a hot. I think if you do go to the future Dallas show, Go to the main room, make sure that's where a lot of the action is, but do check out that side room. Uh, a lot of nice dealers, cool guys, and I felt like there was a lot of fair deals over there, so not bad at all. So hot, hot, hot on the side room. All right, 
Got two more things on my list, and we'll, we'll end this episode. Um, all right, the topic of cross-dealing. Uh, and and I, let me just say this. I'll, I'll call it uh, side-dealing because I don't want to say cross-dealing yet. Side-dealing, the topic of side-dealing. Well, that was definitely hot. I saw so many people doing deals on the fly, on the ground, at empty tables, and I kind of love that. I know that other dealers don't like that because they see and they think, oh, man, man they're taking away from my business. The truth is... <laughs> They're gonna do. People are gonna do side deals anyways, and that's totally fine. I think it's really cool to watch. I think it was really neat to kind of to observe and see that world of just young people and older people just getting together, and making deals. Maybe they've walked their stuff around, sold some stuff, and they had some other leftovers. Maybe set up deals. So the side deals were hot. The cross dealing. Let me throw. Let me throw this out there. The cross dealing was a knot. Now, what is a cross dealing? Cross dealing. Boo. I don't like cross dealing at all. But it was definitely a knot. I saw it happen many times where people were dealing on top of other dealer showcases. And that's just a no-no, man. That is just something that's so rude. I don't know why we don't have the, just just the um, uh, ability to, 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 to say we shouldn't be doing that, you know, especially when you take up kind of dealer spaces and stuff. And it's not a dealer whining. This is not me at all because I, I kind of watch it. But I saw it happening a lot. So side deals hot, cross dealing on front of another table, on a table. That is a knot. People who, if you go to card shows, that's just not cool, man. Big pet peeve. Happened to me three or four times at the event. I called the people out. Just said, please, that's just stop. That's not how you do it. Go over there and do it. That's fine, but just not right here. I have other people looking at these cases. And I think most people were cool about it. Um, there's another deal, you know, a black PSA 9 LeBron refractor that we picked up at the show. I'll share a little bit about it in our next uh, card shop show. Um, but that was actually almost sniped from somebody side dealing as I was trying to deal with the guy. So, just little things about that. I don't think the guy meant harm to that, but at the same time, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be fair, to everybody, especially to people that are trying to make a deal across the table. So, uh, side deals, hot cross deals, definitely not. And last thing, uh, as we finish up episode twenty-six of Mealy Stocks, sealed product. So, sealed product was actually really, really hot at this show because not a lot of people had it. And it makes me think about bringing uh, more wax at the next show because the first time I went to Dallas, which was in January, we drove and we brought a lot. Well, this time we flew and we couldn't really bring much. Um, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see from the Mealy Pop side of things. But Seal Product was hot, man. Seal Product was hot. It was cool to see people ripping, uh, opening retail. Uh, there was definitely some high-end Seal Product there as well. Um, so we'll see. You know, the rumor is. The, the national may or may not happen. It's still in the air. We don't know. Maybe it's unconfirmed or confirmed, whatever. But um, I do think that the, 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 the Dallas Card Show is here to stay. And I do think that with them planning to do one in May, and I've heard the, uh, the inklings of maybe one in June as well, a larger show, um, they're going to be rivaling the national, maybe sucking kind of some of the national audience away from the South and the South and the Midwest. Um, but the national is still the national. So those are the show. That's the show kind of talk. I will say this. Uh, as kind of a bonus hot or not, um, and I'll call that content new, or I'll call that list new shows. And what I mean by that is I was um, hit up for about six new shows across the country. I think one was in Albuquerque, or not Albuquerque, New Mexico, Arizona. One was in California. One was in Wisconsin. One was in Ohio. <coughs> Big shows, new things starting, which makes me think, my, 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 my wheels turn here, that we're going to see more regional shows specific to that area so individuals we may not have to travel as far to do these bigger shows. Just a thought, something to be thinking about. Um, Dallas will be very interesting to see what happens in May. Uh, we'll be back there. 
Um, a lot of a lot of cool things. Met a lot of cool people. So many of you guys out there talked about seeing Mealy stocks. Thank you for that. Uh, support Slab Stocks and, and, and Mealy Pop Shop the best you can. Um, and we're going to try and keep bringing out good content. So hopefully that was a little bit more of a fun episode. Just talking about the hots and knots. If you weren't there, uh, maybe give you a little bit of that. And I'll see you next week for episode 27. Peace.